Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 257, and today's topic is Cruel Summer, season 3, episode 5, titled All I Want for Christmas. The description reads... In summer 1999, Isabella is rocked by a surprise visit from her past. In winter 1999, Isabella concerns for Megan lead her to some surprising news. In summer 2000, family loyalties are tested. So y'all already know how we do. We about to get into it. We about to break it down, dissect it, scene by scene like we do over here on this platform. After that, I will play the trailer for next week and then a sleeper in my Joe Budden style. Shout out to the pod, Father Joey. As always, if you need to get in touch with me, my Facebook is Alicia Shanice. Instagram, Alicia Shanice Reviews. Email, Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. You can inbox, DM, or email me if you have any special recap requests or if you have any businesses or brand or anything that you want me to shout out. It could be music. Hit your girl up and I will be happy to get your recap request out with that being a television show, movie, docuseries, or just a shout out, whatever you're working on. I want to, you know, show love back and I, you know, I love whom loves me. And on that note of like music, I have some bomb music playlists. So if you go ahead and you uh, type in Shanice Loves exclusively on Spotify, of course, um, it'll take you to one of my playlists. Click on the picture profile. It takes you to the rest. And I got every genre because your girl got some long range music ears. And if you listen to the podcast on Spotify, please hit that follow button because that helps me out more than you know. So let's go ahead and get into the show because we definitely got to talk about All I Want for Christmas, episode five. Let's talk Cruel Summer, baby. Hey y'all, it's your girl Shanice and I'm just coming in and checking in with y'all to remind y'all to protect y'all energy as I always say. Life is at, you know, we have very different stresses at all time high. Why not go ahead and take you guys a nice vacation at a reasonable price with a trusted travel agent, you know? And that could be a solo trip, a trip with your boo thing, a family trip, a girl's trip, a guy's trip, whatever. Just let me let y'all know this right now. Visit T Booked It. T B B O O K E D I T. Follow them on Instagram on Instagram. Or you can send them an email at tbbookedit at gmail.com. The world is a beautiful place. Let them go ahead and help you discover it. Go ahead and release those stress vibes and go ahead and enjoy your vacation. At TB Booked It, they got all the reasonable deals. And just let them know, your girl Shanice, she sent you there. Nay, 
Shanice, and she's the one. Her name is Shanice, and she's the one. So this episode was definitely solid. It was solid. I really enjoyed it. It really left us wanting more. When that ending hit, I wanted more and I wanted more and I wanted season six. I mean, I wanted, I said season, I wanted episode six like today. So it opens with the events that are about to unfold take place on or around July 25th, 1999, December 25th, 1999, July 25th, 2000. So we are getting closer and closer to that big New Year's, to that big New Year's Eve party where, you know, we got the big argument and Luke suddenly disappeared. So in the first scene, we see Isabella. Now she's writing a letter to Lisa telling her all about Chatham and, you know, how she wishes she was there and her and Megan, they could be a trio, you know, a little crew hanging out and having so much fun. Now that's summer 99 and we just see her happy and she's riding away. But then it cuts to Christmas 99. And we see Megan, you know, they're exchanging gifts. It's Christmas morning. Um, this is, of course, after the big dinner fight where it's changed the whole mood between Megan and Luke and Megan and Isabella. Everything's a little strange and awkward. So Megan gifts Isabella with a nice picture album book. It's, you know, it's a nice little gift and very sentimental. And Isabella, she gives Megan with a nice computer screen top. And, you know, it's top of the line. Uh, when Isabella said, yeah, the Geek Squad at Circuit City told me um, this was the best, I almost fell out laughing when she said Circuit City because that was definitely the go-to store for computer stuff back in the 90s. And I don't think we even really have any more Circuit Cities left. Um, but that was the store, and that just brought back nostalgia. And um, Megan, Megan was not too happy about the, the the price of the gift. You know, she just felt like it seemed like she thought it was a bit much. They're already coming off of like the strange awkwardness at Luke's house. Not only that, about Isabella offering her the check and how she was, you know, feeling insecure about, you know, how she had to work really hard and, you know, was about to give up her $900 to help with the the uh the ceiling and the pipes but i don't think she had to lose her money because steve came through however you know she was already feeling insecure about it so we see that this this just does not look good you know and then she's like oh you know thanks you know I'll take it upstairs and you could tell isabella's feelings was hurting because you know isabella might get money a little easier than megan of course so she's this episode was the first that I've really just kind of more took to Isabella. I kind of felt very sorry for her, but just by her past, it just has you so skeptical. Like you want to know what more happened with, you know, her past. Why is trouble always following her? What has happened? So it, it also leaves you a little skeptical, but it cuts to summer 2000 and we see the news has leaked in the paper about Megan's pregnancy and it came from Isabella's attorney who had to strike back 
when the news was spreading about them, the cops finding um, Isabella bag, a whole bunch of the $5,000 there at the cabin and just, you know, making her look suspicious. So we see that the attorney is the one who leaked the news about Megan's pregnancy and put the blame more looking like it could be her that caused Luke's disappearance. So then we go back to the beginning of summer 99. Megan is at work and we see she has a special customer who likes to order three fishes to go with extra mustard. And we see it's Ned, the suspicious neighbor Ned who likes to shoot guns, who is also, you know, like um, computer royalty, you know, as Megan said. So as they're having a, you know, a friendly conversation, Isabella um walks in and she's confused. She's like, hold on, did Captain Cray Cray just hit on you? Because he don't really talk to nobody in the city. It's a small town. And we see he only lets Megan serve him in the little diner restaurant. So, you know, that really wasn't too much to think of at that point, but we learned more as the, the show progressed. And then it cuts back to Christmas Day of 99. Now, Isabella, you know, she's feeling a little awkward. You know, she she's wondering what's up with Megan. She's wondering why she's being so distant. She wants her sister friend, sister friend back. And, you know, to be fair, she did just put herself on a line. And the reason why the whole city hates her is because she was covering for Megan. So she didn't lose her scholarship. And now it's all this distance. So she's, you know, feeling conflicted. Like, what did she do wrong? So she comes upstairs to try to talk to Megan, who is being very, very dry, nonchalant, standoffish, and they talk about the gift. And Megan is like, she, you know, can't compete with a gift like that. She can't afford it. And Isabella kind of realizes like, well, you know, I didn't look at it that way. I guess it was a bit much, but she had wanted to, you know, give her best friend with something special. So she tries to get them to hang out for the day. It's Christmas. She's like, let's go see the Christmas lights. Let's go do this. And Megan says she picked up a shift for Christmas. Now, when, Is when Isabella kind of looked over there at her desk and seen that little gift box and that got to asking questions about Luke, I'm like, here we go. Because it's always like, oh, are you going to hang with Luke today? Oh, is that a gift for Luke? I mean, it's just always so awkward. So I'm like, here we go. I'm just wanting more. But in this episode, they actually gave us more. And I'll talk about the Luke and Isabella scenario a little later. So it cuts back to summer 2000. And Isabella comes outside. She comes on a porch to apologize to Megan about the pregnancy leak being in the newspaper and, you know, how it wasn't her. It was just her lawyer. She did that because everything was looking suspicious for her and it wasn't her move. She would never violate her like that. So we see that she actually learned out Megan was pregnant on New Year's Day and she found the test. So it's leaving the audience to know we know something happened we know that they have some type of secret we don't know what secret they're hiding what story they have to keep together but we know it's something that happened on new year's eve or either new year's day and we see that she learned about um megan's pregnancy on new year's day and it didn't seem like megan knew that Isabella even knew about the pregnancy. So that leaves us like, okay, we need to hurry up and get to this New Year's night so we can figure out what happened. So 
Megan tells her it's no way that they can, you know, ever be friends again. Their friendship cannot be resuscitated. It's a wrap. So it cuts to summer 99. And while driving in the car, Isabella and Megan talk about Jeff and Luke, you know, have girl talk. And Megan kind of tells her, like, you know, she's having fun with Jeff, but it doesn't seem to be like soulmate-ish, you know, like that's not her soulmate. You know, she doesn't get a whole bunch of butterflies, but she is enjoying the moment. And that leaves Isabella to start asking questions because she's like, well, you know, you guys look cute together, but I noticed Luke is not happy about seeing you two as like a couple. It's written all over his face. And she asked her again, Megan, do you have any type of feelings for Luke? Is it anything there? And she says, no. So she's like, if you're picking up on anything, it's only history. It's nothing between us. So she has asked her multiple times, is there anything going on between you two? Do you guys have any type of feelings for each other? You know, what's going on? So when they make it back to the house, Isabella has a visitor. Now this is summer 99 and it's Carlton from Bel Air. So I was super excited because if y'all listen to my Bel Air recaps, which I recommend you do, that's one of my favorite shows to recap right now. Um, Carlton will be Carlton, but in this show, he is Trevor. And I really enjoy his appearance on here. Every scene with him was very intense and very just, it was very, very just intense and just, it, it made you just say you wanted to, we have to put so many pieces together of what happened already the summer of 99 through the summer of 2000. But now we're wanting to know, you know, this whole thing with Isabella and her past, it leaves you wanting to know that story even more. So she's like not too happy to see him. You know, it's like when you leave to start over somewhere and you got a pass you're hiding from and when your pass show up and all that collide together, that was the look on Isabella's face. So we go to Christmas 99 and Megan takes off with her mysterious gift box and Isabella follows. We also learn that Steve and Debbie, they are taking a break because Debbie happened to mention that to Isabella. So it just kind of shows her, you know, asking Debbie, can she use her car? And she's taking off to see what's, what is making, where is she going? What is she up to? At first she was thinking she was going to see Luke. And if she was going to see Luke, why are you following? But okay. <laughs> but then it goes back to summer 99 to the Christmas in July um, function that they have going on in the city. And yes, Christmas in July is a real thing. People do that everywhere. Um, they throw Christmas in July parties. So that's definitely a real thing. But Isabella takes Trevor um, with her and Megan and they go ahead and meet the crew and we can, we get the awkward greeting between Luke and Trevor and we can just tell this is Trevor's, this is not his scene. And when he was close with Isabella, rather it was a relationship, friendship, um, situationship, we can tell that this Isabella that hung with Trevor in Switzerland, this was a whole different Isabella, whole different personalities, you know? So he's just looking like, you know, okay, you already disappeared and now you're here. And if she is running from something, Chatham would be the best city to hide from. <laughs> so 
I mean, he's just looking like, okay, and he's steady throwing subliminal shots out there. You can just tell it's a pass within a pass between Trevor and Isabella. So um, it kind of just is awkward. And we learn also that Trevor was not only from Isabella's past, but this is Lisa's brother, her older brother. And basically, like I said, everything that Isabella used to be about, she is no longer about. Her wardrobe has changed. She mentioned that she's not a vegetarian anymore. Her music, everything has changed. And he made some very, very, um, very, very standout remarks that we have to hold on to as we're guessing on what happened within this season. So it cuts back to December 99. And Isabella continues to follow Megan she sees that she's driving the opposite way from work. So she's like, where are you? Where are you doing? And she's just following her. It just showed them driving. So it cuts back to the next scene of summer 2000. And Megan tells Debbie, like, listen, Ma, I know you love Isabella and all, but you, you got to pick a side. Like, it's no more of this. You, you know, you're just playing in the, in the mix. Like, you know, you're on both sides. you being, no, you have to pick a side. No more being neutral. So they also talk about the pregnancy and Debbie had no clue, which is, what is a surprise? Debbie didn't have a clue. Was that a surprise for y'all? It wasn't a surprise for me when we seen that Debbie had no idea that her daughter was pregnant, but Debbie asked her about the pregnancy and hell, I wanted more answers. I'm sure y'all did too. And Megan said, I I can't do this right now. I can't do it. I'm like, you need to, we need to find out what happened. What happened to the baby? Was it miscarriage, abortion? What what happened? You know, and Debbie like, well, how did it resolve? And Megan like, I can't do this right now. You just have to pick a side. I don't want Isabella here. I'm not, I'm, yeah. I was like, okay, okay, Megan, we know you don't want Isabella here, but we want to know what happened to the baby. And what the hell happened to Luke? <laughs> so it cuts back to Christmas in July. And Trevor continues to grill everything Isabella does in front of everyone and everyone is kind of noticing it the whole her whole group of new friends like if she picks this up oh when did you when did you start liking that you didn't like that in switzerland oh when did you start liking boy bands all you used to like was girl bands oh when did you start eating meat you always were a vegetarian oh when did you start wearing the color pink you always wear the color green <laughs> trevor was grilling everything Isabella did and I was here for it because it was just so intense and you could just tell that he had like a conflicting past with her like a past of where he had feelings for her a past to where he was hurt a past of where something bad happened that you know they're trying to cover up I mean it was just so much and then how this was the first time we ever seen her just like so uncomfortable so it cuts back to Christmas 99 and Isabella follows Megan to a, a mysterious house and is right by Luke's cabin, right at Ned's door. And all I could say is when he came to that door smiling, I'm like, what the hell? That's Ned. <laughs> so we see uh, Megan and Ned, they all laughs and giggles and she goes in the house and 
Isabella stands outside on her stalker stuff. She looking confused. I'm looking confused. Like, why is Megan going in this man's house? Then it took me back to episode one when he was out there shooting. And when uh, her and Luke ran outside and Luke was like, oh, he's just crazy. And how she stared. It made me wonder, what was he really out there shooting for? Did he know they was in that cabin together? Or, you know, it just made you, made you guess, like, what's going on? Kind of creepy-ish, too. And then when you go back to the beginning of the show and see when they found Luke's body, how her and Ned kind of had that awkward look at each other. Did her and Ned do something to Luke? Did, um, I was wondering, did her and Ned do something? Or did Isabella bust, uh, well, we see she bust. We see she busts making out Luke. But um, did Luke bring up her friendship with uh, Ned? And that caused a big argument, causing her to have a big argument with Isabella. And Ned do something to Luke. Who knows? If they were arguing at the cabin and Ned is on a loose with a gun and obsessed with Megan, um, did he come over there and shoot him? Who knows? These are just theories. <laughs> so... It cuts back to summer 99 and the crew continue to hang. Um, the topic of drinking comes up if they're just, you know, as they're just laughing in, in random conversation. And Trevor is like, you still drink after what happened last winter? And then it made me think, because, you know, you got to put all the clues together in the show. So in the first episode, when Megan grabbed that disc out of... Um, her bag and I think it said it either said winter 98 or summer 98 I want to say it said winter 98 so it just made you say like oh shit secrets are starting to come out what happened and um of course you know everybody gets to asking like what happened last winter and you know Isabella tells the story of you know how she was public uh, got arrested for public intoxication and Trevor was just like, yeah, that's what happened. But you could tell she just told a bit and piece of whatever happened and left out something major because he, at that at that point, he was boiling hot. He had had it. And he couldn't take it anymore. He like, I can't put on this Oscar award performance no more. We need to talk. So they go talk on the sideline and we learn something happened that winter, but we still don't have a clue um, but he did make a specific comment that we should pay attention to. He's like, oh, playing it close to the guy your best friend is close to. Uh, I know that one. So I'm like, oh, shit, is this a pattern? Because I still think as much as even though how we've seen what she did towards the end of this episode, I still say Isabella could tell that Megan had a thing for Luke. I, I just that's just how I picked up on that first episode so maybe this is a pattern of hers I don't know but something clearly happened to where she had to leave town um she got into some trouble and her parents pulled her away and it was more than just public intoxication because he's like they don't have a clue what you, you know what you're about what you did why you're here and now we see why she really picked a small town like Chatham so um they end up sharing a kiss and Megan sees it, and then it cuts back to uh, Christmas 99, and Isabella invites Luke, um, Luke over, doing too much in this scene, if you ask my opinion, because this was overstepping the girl code thing. She called Luke over, and she starts um, telling him all about Megan, how it's weird she's been acting, 
and then it kind of cuts before she can go more in detail and it goes back to summer 99 and it cuts back to trevor and isabella having their intense conversation after she kissed them and you know he like no um don't try to kiss me um that i love you won't cut at this time so we know these two they had a very little passionate situationship the winter before and you know this makes her feel and she's intense she doesn't want anybody to know what happened she knows with trevor there anything could come out and she asks him to leave and then it kind of cuts off and we don't see trevor anymore so it goes to summer 2000 and we see debbie she definitely picked a side and clearly it was her daughter's and she asked isabella to leave now you could tell isabella was hurt but she was like you know you know i was thinking the same thing actually i already called parker and my bags are already packed but before she goes to to that room and pack up her bag she showed did mention um debbie like oh megan has something that she was wanting to hide from you go look under my bed so i'm thinking that's the bloody it looked like a bloody dress or either a bloody blanket but when she went into that room whew, clearly she was lying about parker being on her way to pick her up and her bags being packed because she was hurt and went ballistic packing them goddamn bags isabella was hurt that debbie put her out so it cuts to december 99 and isabella continues to break girl code if you ask me she's telling luke everything about how she followed megan about how she went over ned <laughs> and as they talking um megan walks back in and she like you know she's already jealous of them too and suspicious so she like am i interrupting something and isabella gets up and leave and you know her and luke kind of have a sweet little moment but she was acting a little weird towards luke too so it cuts back to summer 99 and megan megan asked isabella why was she kissing uh trevor and you know She's like, oh, no, it was just, you know, goodbye. I wasn't cheating on Luke and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Megan, calm down. This ain't got nothing to do with you. <laughs> they both be getting up my nerves. Well, it's funny because when the show first started, I was like, okay, I'm team Megan. And then as it proceeds, I just don't trust Megan anymore. And I don't trust Isabella, but all of the signs are pointing towards Isabella might have did something. So it's too obvious it just seems like Isabella just really wants a friend, but I don't know. I'm, this is just a lot. I, I think when we finally get to that season finale, it's going to be such a twist that we're not going to see it coming. And then we're not even really looking at um, the other characters of what they could have done. So I think by episode six, we can probably start putting more and more together and figuring it out. Um, like, okay, this person might, this person might, but I don't know. At this point, I don't know what happened to poor Luke. So um, in the next scene, um, after Megan checks Isabella about kissing Trevor and she just tells her like, you know, it wasn't what you think. It was just a goodbye kiss. Um, her and Luke head off to the cabin. And we learn who Luke lost his virginity to i was thinking him and megan might have lost it to each other but then again i just wasn't sure because at first i'm like did, she, did her and jeff go all the way i wasn't sure but we see that luke actually lost his virginity to isabella because she brought the condom and all like you know no rush no pressure 
I was like, well, damn. And then it cuts to winter 99 when Debbie is putting the laundry away in Isabella's drawer and she notices something strange. She's like, where are all these postcards and letters right here that Isabella writes every day? <laughs> and it's the Lisa letters. We see that she has not sent them off, but uh, Isabella is quick on her feet. She um, comes up with a quick one, like, you know, Lisa's in the Caribbean and she just wants to write her day by day so she can catch up when she gets back. And she like, um, well, why don't I ever see her write you? And she's like, oh, she does. I might have just beat you to the mailbox. So, um, Isabella, you know, her and Debbie have a really good relationship. So she kind of like tells her like, you know, I never had a friend like Lisa before until I met Megan. She's like a sister to me. And now I feel like she's pulling away. And Debbie just tells her, you know, like, give her some time. She'll, she'll come around like she always does, which is the same thing Luke told her. So it cuts back to Luke and Isabella in 1999 after um, they finish and Luke loses his virginity and they kind of talk. And it's still not, you know, even though that they had um, sex, it's not that butterfly that those, you know, those butterflies you get is not like that soulmate-ish type love. Um, it's just kind of awkward. You can tell he's happy, of course, but it's just, it's still awkward. You know, he's still saying stuff like, yeah, ever since you've been here, it's been like I'm on the red pill, like from the Matrix, you know, using Megan, Megan quotes. So it gets to um, December 1999. And Isabella tries again to go talk to Megan. And <laughs> this comment had me questioning Megan because when um isabella went upstairs she like you and your mystery novels if i ever have to bury a body i sure will know who to call and megan like yeah just some shovel and some lie and i'm like well damn do we got a little serial killer on our hands <laughs> but i knew it was gonna be something with those mystery novels when uh isabella brought her the book um you know for her first time being there so it cuts to summer 2000 and um Isabella talks to her lawyer and we see our small time Sheriff Myers. He ain't too small town. Uh, he has been doing his own digging and his own research. And we see some of their secrets they're uncovering because the lawyer is looking a little nervous now. Like y'all thought y'all was just in some small town and this was just some small town uh, sheriff and he wasn't going to be able to find out nothing. Oh, he finding out stuff on Miss Isabella. So we get to summer 99. We go back to summer 99. And Megan is in her room. Now she's on the computer looking at the fake IDs they created, but she has it on Luke. So I'm like, what the hell is she doing? And she gets one of, you know, her little side chat messages. And we see it says, thank you for the extra mustard. So we automatically know this is Ned and this is summer 99. So y'all been cool and y'all been chatting each other. <laughs> so this is her friend. And, um, Isabella comes upstairs and this is right after she slept with Luke and Megan just drops it on her, tells her basically she has feelings for Luke and Isabella was just like, huh? And then she was like, oh, you know, never mind. I just had too much sugar. That's why Christmas come once a month. Tried to brush it off because she felt awkward after she said it, of course. And then it shows later on in the night when Isabella is in the kitchen 
um, well, this is actually, no, I, I skipped the scene. It goes back to December 99. Um, Megan is in the kitchen eating a cookie and Isabella comes in there again. And you can tell she's just really trying to talk to her, but trying to give her her space because she sees like, you know, she she's acting weird. And they kind of have a nice little awkward moment about cookies. She's like, as if you're only, you know, just does a little joke with her. And Isabella is kind of happy that she's, you know, a little more social, you know, giving her more, you know, five words than two. So they have like a nice little moment and tell each other Merry Christmas. And she tells her, you know, the gift is really cool. And then it cuts to summer 99 and they're in the kitchen late at night as well. Uh, Isabella was down there first and Megan comes down there and she tells her she couldn't sleep uh, because she was thinking about what Megan told her. And Megan's like, no, blue pill, blue pill, you know, something from the Matrix and shit. <laughs> so she um, tells her, you know what? I'm not, after seeing Trevor, I, I, I'm not ready for a relationship. You know, I like Luke, but that's your soulmate. So we see Isabella is the one who gave up Luke for Megan. So that's quite interesting. This this episode had me feeling a, a little sorry for Isabella, to be honest. Um, and that was a big thing. That was a big, big thing. Now we see on how... Um, the situation ended with Luke and um, Isabella. I'm pretty much guessing by next, when we see episode six, she's probably going to break it off with him. And that's when he's going to hook up with Megan. And that's when poor Jeff feeling is going to get crushed. But it cuts to the last scene. And we see Debbie comes downstairs, well, comes in the kitchen with a, a letter from Trevor. We get a Trevor letter this time. <laughs> and he's like, you know what? After I seen what happened to Luke, I wanted to tell you this last year because I knew you didn't have a clue, but here you go. And we get a obituary. And who's in this obituary? Lisa. And how did Lisa die? A drowning. And why the hell Isabella been writing her letters knowing she did? I have no clue. <laughs> and why did she drown and now Luke is drowning? I have no clue. But all I know is I want answers. But this episode was solid. It was good. I have so many theories. I have so many guesses, but I'm also knowing Cruel Summer is always going to be a twist and it's probably going to be not who we expect, but it still doesn't um, change the fact that these girls are acting so weird. So I'm about to play the trailer for episode six. It's called The Plunge. You've been lying since the day you got here. I had your back, even after everything that happened. The girls are hiding something. I need to know what it is. We need to talk. Cool summer. Monday's at 10 on free four. So that trailer was really, really quick, but we see whatever Isabella is doing, we see Parker is listening close. So we can't forget how weird Parker is acting too. Parker plays some major role in this. And Steve is starting to catch on to these girls know way more than what they're saying. And also we see that Debbie clearly is going to go look under Isabella's bed and find what Megan is hiding. So I can't wait. And we also see not only that, Miss Isabella is a fugitive. So that's why her parents got her out of town. And that's probably why she picked that small town to go in because nobody would know anything about her past. Now, they already leaked um, 
a sneak peek for episode six. So this is a sneak peek and here it is. Gotta pull it up, sorry y'all. My phone froze. <laughs> All right, here's a sneak peek. Wanna team up? Chambers Invitational Fear Pond Tournament. What are you to be? Uh, what if it's a girl, you tool? Then you get to give one. Yeah. Well, it is teams of two. So. I call Megan as my teammate because you have very good eye hand combination. Coordination. I think you might need a break from the Bruce Keys. All right. So that's look like it's going to be a big party. That really wasn't too much of a sneak peek, but it was a sneak peek. So I had to play it. I'm about to play my sleeper and my Joe button style. Shout out to the pod father. And I want to play something from the late 90s. Bring it all to me. Black and in sync. Here it is. Oh, 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 oh. 
Bring it all to me, spacey time and your energy. That was by Black and In Sync, and that was a vibe, and that was straight late 90s. Remember, on this show, we are playing all late 90s for our sleepers. If we are going into the weekend, please be safe. Please have fun. Please enjoy, but protect your energy at all costs and remember to live your life to the fullest and go after what you want if you got anybody distracting you or is an enemy to your energy please get rid of them i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i want to thank you for your support and i will be back on for episode six i cannot wait to see what uh well you know what other secrets reveal but i thank you so much for your support it's your girl shanice and i'm out Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl, Shanice.